Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. Today, we have Lauren Roebuck with us. She is the founder and designer of Jenica Rowe. Lauren, it's so wonderful to have you here. Hi, um, thanks for having me. Yes, I wanted to give everyone a little context to when we met you and how proud of you we are. So we met you when we, you were 19, and I don't even know how old I was. I don't know, I think I was like <laughs> 26 or something. Yeah, so we went on a Billabong girl surf trip, and we met you in Oahu in Hawaii, and you are just like the most energetic, positive, happy person. And honestly, like I thought you were probably my age, like mid twenties or something, but it was just so nice to meet you that, that way, like in a really fun way where fun atmosphere, where it's just like, you're living this Hawaiian dream life. But I, what stood out to me, and I think what follows through you just as a person is your style and your beauty and like how you put so much intention into everything so like we'd be in Oahu and you'd have like a full jumpsuit on like with sequins (laughs) and you didn't alter yourself to fit your environment and I think that's the biggest like thing of like I'm like this girl has so much confidence and she just is living her authentic life because you know she's not putting on a Hawaiian aloha shirt to be in Hawaii (laughs) She's wearing sequins out. <laughs> oh, I know. That would be very trendy, but yes. My, sure. your phone, your name's still Hollywood in my phone. And when I asked you to be on the podcast, I'm like, hey, Hollywood, what's up? <laughs> you know, just because, yeah, it was just very polar opposites to be like on that island. And you're just rocking that sequins, even if it's 105 and humid, doesn't matter. Gotta look That's good. <laughs> Commit to your outfit. You know what I mean? Commit. I love that. So I was wondering what and who inspired you when you were growing up? Um, First off, thank you so much for having me on. And 
that whole story is so like, I was talking to my mom before I came on here and I was so like emotional about it because I was like, these are people who genuinely knew me in a phase where I was really still finding myself and doing these, you know, girls trips and like going these places and just kind of, even though, you know, I always kind of held that confidence, I still was really searching for like my true life's passion, you know, like my I say this to everyone, I'm like, my bank account was overdrafting, like on a weekly basis at that time, I I didn't know where I was really going and what I was going to do with myself. But I knew that I was going to just follow my heart in that. And I wasn't that worried. I was just like, something will come. Um, I feel like money follows passion. And so I was like, I'm not worried about what the future has, but I am worried about not living in my present and being my authentic self. So I feel like that really came from my mom, honestly. And I mean, it's a mixture of my parents, truly. They both own their own business, but they're so insanely authentic and most would say super eccentric. So I feel like I grew up in an environment where that was very you know, normal and almost like it was the normal to be that way. So, you know, growing up in high school, I also went to an art school. So we were blowing bubbles and hula hooping on the lawn at lunchtime. It was just a completely different universe. And that really, I feel like molded and shaped me as an adult, just kind of growing up in this atmosphere where it's like, there were no clicks, there was no jocks or whatever it was we were all just energetic beings and if I was attracted to you and made friends with you it just was that it didn't matter what age you were or you know what you wore or anything like that so I I knew nothing other than that and that's very sweet of you to say all those things I really appreciate it I I had a feeling it would be your mom because yeah. not like a really fierce strong female entrepreneur and guys have like a really cool relationship to watch which is awesome but that's like where it's like when you learn about people's energy and you kind of have an unorthodox upbringing like when I was in high school on lunch I was driving to Panera Bread for a bagel (laughs) a little different than hula hooping and blowing bubbles and wearing like matching tennis shirts because you're on the tennis team so you're just trying to fit in and look the same so yeah what a gift to be like in that atmosphere to grow up to be unique and just kind of tap into your own capabilities and your strengths and speaking on that actually like before I was in high school I went to a very very strict private school so I wore like the pleated skirt and the collared shirt from a very young age and finally when I was 13 and a freshman in high school I was like whoa I need to explore everything and I had all the phases you know like the huge bangs and like uh, just everything I was like wanted a nose piercing right away and had a you know a boyfriend with a mohawk like all the things and it just was so amazing and so liberating honestly yeah. I mean, we, we see that in you and that's why we were so drawn to you. We're like, we love Lauren. Like a whole year could go by and just like based off of like our experiences with you, it's like, we'll love you forever. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> just I know. So you know. But like in the phases too. So what I know you worked a lot in retail and you were always like the number one salesperson because your creativity and your, you know, passion for the arts really pulls together outfits beautifully. So what made you really be like, Hey, I love retail. I love clothes. I love design and styling to creating your own brand. When it comes to hiring, you need to trust your gut, but what if you could give your gut some help? 
When you want to find top talent fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. I say let Indeed do the hard work for you. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit indeed.com slash girlpowerful to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash girlpowerful. That's indeed.com slash girlpowerful. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Do you need to hire? Then you need Indeed. So what made you really be like, hey, I love retail, I love clothes, I love design and styling to creating your own brand? Um, so yes, I was in retail. I think when I met you guys, actually, I was at, in retail at that time. And I was like, peace out, guys. I'm leaving for a couple weeks to go to Hawaii. Um, but basically, I got my start in retail because my mom's had a store for now 19 years. So kind of grew up around it. Um, she owns an antique store, but I more so was into, you know, obviously like clothing and styling. And so throughout the years, you know, being, let's see, like been a retail manager. I was a stylist. I I worked at a showroom in downtown. I did all of these things that weren't really filling my cup. They were at the time, you know, like I worked at, you know, like a little boutique in Malibu called Planet Blue for a long time. And I made some really great friends and all of these separate jobs, you know, even though maybe they were hourly or whatever they were weren't completely filling my cup, but I knew they were going to serve like a greater purpose. Like, okay, well I'm enjoying this and I'm here right now, but it's eventually going to be something more. And I think now I know now sitting where I am owning my own business, every single piece of that puzzle and every single bad day and lesson from all those jobs is so insanely useful now. Like I use every single piece of all of my experiences in my business, customer service, like, you know, all the things, styling, like even just like being a people person, like all of that comes so into play. Um, And now it all kind of makes sense. It's almost like you're just literally putting the puzzle pieces together for this bigger picture. And so I'm super grateful, you know, like sometimes there was like bawling tears running down my face on the way home because I was like, what am I doing in this draining environment? But, you know, eventually, obviously it was all for the better and served a greater purpose. So I definitely want people to know out there that, you know, if you're in a situation or a position where you feel like you kind of can't get out, it's, I was totally there. I was working only for commission and there was some weeks where it would be amazing. And, you know, there are some weeks where I was just like, dang, like, what am I doing with myself? And finally, um, kind of around the beginning of the pandemic, I put in my two weeks as a stylist at a company I was working for in Beverly Hills. And I was selling a lot of jewelry off of my body to like a lot of my clients that I was styling. They're like, oh, can I take that? And I was like, I made it, but sure. Like just have it because I couldn't really like sell things at my job. So anyways, I had put in my two weeks and very coincidentally, the pandemic hit and it was like the perfect timing to where, you know, I was still able to like claim unemployment from the government. Like we all, you know, some of us did. And I took every single penny of that money and put it into, you know, starting the seed, which is now my business. 
um, and truly was started doing like tie-dye clothing in my little tiny apartment in the Valley of Van Nuys, like doing that and kind of building my business and started just selling at one store and then it became two and then it was three. And then I was like, oh shoot, like let's start a website. So, I mean, kind of really good timing just as far as you, you know, I had nothing to lose. What else am I doing? I'm sitting here on the couch, like twiddling my thumbs, like everybody else. And I was like, well, may as well take something I'm really passionate about that. I've, you know, I've been making jewelry since I was five. So I was like, I've already felt that for so long that that was like my calling. And so may as well just take a leap. And, you know, it didn't hurt. I have so many supportive friends who are in the industry who have really successful brands and they were all very helpful and, you know, blasting it on social media. And so I'm super grateful for all of that exposure as well. And now it's just taken a whole different turn and, I'm just on a different level. And I feel like it's kind of just all about adjusting to your new level, but really being grateful for where you are. Like I am very aware of how much my business has grown. Um, and I'm very aware to be super grateful at each point too, because I know there's going to be a point where, or I hope, but I also feel it where I'm going to be so much bigger than I am now. And I'm going to miss these days where I'm doing inventory at two in the morning and I'm like, you know, making the jewelry with my hands. It's like, eventually that won't be the case. And so I'm just, I like to sit in these moments and really be grateful and be very present for where my business is at. So how do you, because retail, I mean, I spent six years in retail. It's, It's not everyone's cup of tea, but there's so many things to learn about really just communication and people, you know, and body types and like, just like making people feel comfortable. And I think that's one of your gifts. You make people feel comfortable. And like when you were at that job where people were commenting on your jewelry and stuff, like how many times did that have to happen for you to pick up on like, Oh, that might be like a breadcrumb on my roadmap to me. Like how many, you know what I mean? Or was it for a while? You're like, yeah, people compliment me, whatever. But when were you really like, oh, I'm on to something with my unique style and, you know, my just outward, like, love of life? Um, thank you for that. Um, I honestly feel like it was in that last styling job that I really was like, okay, this is this is going to turn into something more. I definitely, it was like on a daily basis where people were like commenting, but I was also used to that because that's why I was hired in that position. Like I was a stylist. So it's my job to inspire you how to dress, how to style these pieces that I'm selling you all the above. So I think it kind of went hand in hand with that. And then, you know, the timing really was just so perfect of like, okay, well now we're in this position where you can't be at a physical job. What are you going to do with this talent and with this special, unique little niche thing that you have. And I think that was just when it was born. I was like, okay, well, this is my passion. It's not changing. And I always felt that too. At every retail job, I was like spending my paychecks on the jewelry they had there. I was like, oh my God, like love this. And that kind of lent a really cool hand in my job as well. Like, even though I was a stylist, a lot, I was making commissions. So the jewelry counter was all fine jewelry. And, you know, I was selling these like $5,000 rings to my customers and, you know, other people were selling like hundred dollar t-shirts. And I was like, you guys, you got to learn about this. This is diamonds. This is gold. Like this is the carrot weight. This is all the things. So, you know, it gave me an upper hand, but it also, I started to see in myself, like, this is your calling. Like, this is what you're meant to do. So how did you take that idea and that I'm meant to do this and turn it into a a brand where you first just like shopping downtown LA. How do you you source your stuff? Like, what did you do? Like, what do you do when you get this aha moment? 
So that's actually a question so many people ask me. When I was, I literally remember being five years old and my mom taking me to like gem shows. I was so intrigued by like stones and all the things that entail. I loved wire wrapping. I even taught a wire wrapping class when I was like 12 years old at the local bead store. So like, I remember all these things from when I was young. And then I think just more recently, like when I first started my brand, yeah, I just did research. I, I started to find manufacturers and I knew I had a set design actually in high school, my like graduation final, like basically before you graduate, you had to do a little project. And I actually did a project based off of like a jewelry company. I basically built like a mock jewelry company and I spent every dime in my bank account and I found a manufacturer um, in like our local, you know, jewelry center in downtown and gave them all my sketches. And so I kind of already knew how like the stepping stones of building your own, you know, business was definitely not on the scale that I am now, but in the beginning, I was really able to, I already kind of had a foot in that, in that industry and knew where to go. Um, so I think it just takes, you know, research and timing and like knowing how to source your stuff, knowing what, you know, what quality you want to carry. I knew from the start, I was like, it's really important to me that I carry gold filled jewelry because I don't want things to tarnish, even though it's a lot more expensive. Um, I was still, you know, at the point where I wasn't making a ton of profit. I just wanted the quality to be there so that I would have a continuing customer. So I think just kind of going in with the mindset of like, let's keep the quality good, you know, where to get your stuff. And in the very beginning, it really was just me going to like local bead stores and stuff. And obviously now, you know, I have my own manufacturer in LA and a bunch of wholesalers who help me with like the materials. So it's been a cool experience to kind of source all that out. It feels very personal. We are all like know each other on a name basis. I see them every week. It's, it's super fun. I think that's like one trait or characteristic of every successful brand, whether you're selling jewelry or refrigerators or cars or anything is that the person selling it knows what they're selling like in and out front and back. And that's you. So I'm excited to hear about the new collection. Do you have anything visually you could tell us, anyone listening to like really describe what your new collection is? Oh my gosh, yes. I feel like when you ask a jewelry designer something like that, it's like music to my ears. I'm like, ah, of course I want to talk about it. Um, So every collection is deeply inspired by like a certain theme. So like my first one was very 70s based and I had all like 70s singers, the names of the items. And the last one was very vacation based and it was all like, you know, destination names. Um, So this one, we haven't quite figured that out yet, but what I am leaning towards is very city-based. I'm taking a trip to Nashville and New York. um, And my photographer is heading to New York for Fashion Week to shoot my collection this upcoming week. So it's going to be very like city inspired. Um, Since it is going to be fall holiday, it's going to be a lot of like, you know, like blazers and oversized denim and very, very like business lady meets the city meets like Meredith Blake vibes. And so the jewelry definitely reflects that it's very like chunky eighties. I love to wear like very minimal, but chunky styles in the fall because everybody's wearing sweaters and they're kind of layering. So the jewelry needs to be a little bit thicker as opposed where summer, I have these gorgeous, delicate diamond body chains and all the more minimal stuff going on in fall. I really like to bring it out and, um, yeah, I'm just super excited. I'm like, I'm staring at it to the right of me. It's so great, but it's not all completely finished, but most of the styles are. So I'm really excited to continue to shoot it. And something really special that I'm doing moving forward that we did for summer as well is I'm only shooting the collection in film. 
Um, I feel like it takes the pressure off of the photo shoot for things to be perfect, which is something that I can't stand. So I have this really talented friend who works for a brand called Song of Style. And anyways, she shoots with all film. And so we don't see any of the pictures on shoot day. We just see them when they're finished and developed. And so special to me. Very cool, Lauren. What else? What like beyond jewelry, just because you have, you know, a pulse of what's going on in LA and like trends, like what's going on with trends beyond jewelry? Do you know anything that's like really popping up a certain color that like you could wear with your gold earrings? Absolutely. I feel like I am new to the world of TikTok for sure, but I have to start it for my brand. So I'm on there. I try to cap it out at like 30 minutes, but I'm on there sometimes for a lot longer. And honestly, I love the nostalgia of like us kind of going back to like some of the Y2K trends and just more so like embracing like the child in you and like being really fun with your fashion and not feeling like there's so many rules. I think that's when things look the best, truly. Like the biggest comment I always get is like, oh my God, I love what you're wearing, but I could never pull that off. And I'm like, well, it's the confidence that you can't pull off. It's, you gotta, you have to build that for yourself and whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you don't want to wear this exact outfit, but it's like, whatever feels good to you is what you're going to look good in. Cause you, you're exuding that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but for fall, I feel like seriously, like deep cocoa browns, like Hailey Bieber just did this like beautiful brown nail with like the chrome, which I love. I'm not a huge fan of the chrome, but I love like just deep classic colors, like that cocoa brown. And I'm a sucker for like very neutral, but like 60s colors. Like I love chartreuse and those kinds of things. So I'm excited to see the color that people are going to like intertwine with their neutral looks this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good way to go about it too. Is if you are just dabbling with new style, like do a small piece, right, or do a bandana or a belt or a purse, something like that. Totally. And I think too that reminded me of like really still get dressed like with your own life in mind. Like just because you look amazing and you can wear like layered and I'll you know have four piercings doesn't mean you have to you can like introduce with one set of earrings or I think it's just like style and what's on trend versus like having your own sense of fashion like paired with confidence they're two separate things absolutely and like honestly I do so many personal pop-ups a week that people come by my booth and they'll just say style me and I'm like okay, but what is it that you wear every day? What is yours? What do you like? Do you like thinner jeans? I mean, everybody's so different. That's why every collection I launch has like at least 40 to 50 pieces because I want you to be able to feel like it's personalized for you. Not everything is going to be for you, but that comes in like learning about yourself and just, you know, being true and unique. And I think just starting off small and maybe buying like a little bag, like Teddy said, like, that's just so special. And if that's what you love and rock it, then you'll feel that confidence. Yeah. That's yeah. funny that you said that though. It's like, they're like, someone's like style me. Cause you're adorable. And then you're like, well, I don't know you. Like you can't say that yeah. to them, but you're like, dude, I don't know you. I don't yeah. know how to make you feel and look your best. Like, can you give me some pointers? But I think that that's something with fashion and style that it's so outward facing. Sometimes people need to look on the inside to like tap into that creative side of themselves to show up to a store and kind of be like, oh, I'm going to take a chance on that. Or yes, I like that trend, but I really do like these jeans on my body. So I'm going to stick to the old faithful, you know? 
Exactly. Yes. That's very important. Do you have any like a tip or two or a mantra or anything that anyone listening can use before they're like getting dressed or getting styled or anything like that to kind of boost their confidence? I literally have this little piece of wood that I got in Ojai and it has engraved in it like one of my all-time favorite quotes and I feel like this is I like look at this every single day and it puts things into like massive perspective for me and so it says tell me what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life and that like could bring me to tears. Like it's so powerful for me. I'm like, this is the one chance, like go for it. What do you have to lose? The worst that you can be told is no. And at least you tried. Yeah. Mary Oliver, man, that's a good quote. I've, I've ended and started many a women's groups and conversations with that. It's very, yeah. It brings tears to your eyes. You're just like, yeah. Oh yeah. Every day <laughs> you can start over too. Like, it's like, if you failed yesterday, don't let that like take over it's okay it's a it's a learning step exactly yeah that's so powerful yeah yeah that is that's beautiful thank you for sharing and on that note our last question that we ask every guest is what makes you feel the most alive oh my gosh I know I don't even have to think twice about it Honestly, obviously there's a lot more to me than just my business, but I would say within what we're talking about and my business, where I feel most alive and most myself is when I'm interacting with people. Like I'm, I'm meeting all of these amazing new human beings and I'm making them come to life. Like it makes them so happy and feel so special to find something that, you know, makes them feel pretty or confident or they're having a hard day. And so if I can help somebody in in the smallest way, like selling them a piece of, you know, jewelry, which is so simple. I feel like that is what my calling is like in, in a very, you know, simple term. It's just, I, I want to help other people feel their best self. And that makes me feel my best self. So that is definitely one of the things that makes me feel most alive. It's beautiful. Well, you are pure gold, honestly, with the heart of gold. (laughs) We love you. 14 karat gold filled. (laughs) (laughs) So tell everyone where they can find Jenna Carew. Um, Yeah. So you guys can head over to my website, which is just jennacarew.com. Um, and we have everything on there, all the new collections, um, the launch dates come out on the Instagram. Um, and then our Instagram is just at Jenica Rowe. That's the handle. And then we also have a TikTok with the same handle on there. So reach out and DM. Um, I have a very small team. So if you guys ever want to reach out and you have any questions on like how to create a layer or anything, um, I can always like look at your profile and suggest a couple of things. It's me on the other side of the DMs, um, most of the time. So yeah please reach out feel free if you guys have any questions about the materials or anything like that I would love to answer them amazing we'll put all the info in the show notes so everybody can click away and find you and follow you but Lauren thank you so much and we look forward to seeing the new collection shopping it wearing it thank you guys love you so much this was so fun keep going love you Lauren thank you love you Thanks to our guest. For more information on her, see the show notes. Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way, a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.